and welcome back to the Butter Pie Podcast. I am your host, Oliver. Joined with me today is Jack. Hello, I'm back again. <laughs> and uh, also joining us, uh, we have a England Euro 2020 squad inductee and a player who's played alongside Paul Pogba, amongst other names, current Crystal Palace goalkeeper, and of course, the most important one, ex PE Lone East star Sam Johnston. How are we, Sam? Hi, boys, you alright? Yeah, do you. N- n- nice introduction, wasn't it? Uh, especially, nice. uh, especially the nice P and E one at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice introduction. Um, um, especially, like you said, the P and E one, my hometown. Yeah, talking of like your hometown, you're being born in Preston. How was it living and being brought up in the area? Yeah, good. Um, you know, Leyland. I, I grew up in Leyland. Um, and I moved away when I was 15 to, to Manchester um, and I moved schools and I went to live with a family there at 15. So, you know, I've not uh, I've not lived there for a long time now. But, um, but yeah, look good. All my family still live live that way. And um, and yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's my hometown. And when I had the chance to, to come on loan to the club, um, you know, it's, I had no hesitations. Yeah, obviously you infamously played for Exton Villa as well, uh, which is obviously a local team up here. You know, how did it yeah. feel to sign for Man United after you know years there? Yeah, it's, um, it was it was surreal. It was a bit crazy, really, because I was probably eleven years old and um, I'd only been at Exton probably two two years, three years, um, and then and then obviously had a scout from Man United. Uh, come and, and obviously asked to um, to go and, and, and do a trial and I think to start with I it was like a local one um, goalie sessions local um, and then from there obviously progressed into going to Carrington and uh, the cliff and doing you know a proper six week trial um, which obviously I was successful at and and I was there for a long time but uh, yeah it was like surreal growing up there and um, you know something that everybody dreams of and it's something I have very good memories of yeah obviously um, I'm not sure if you've seen it but I think Darren Fletcher did a interview with someone about um, how um, Alex Ferguson got the next flight up to Edinburgh to try and chase after him was there any of that, Sir Alex, flying up the M6 to Preston to try and capture you and get you to sign? <laughs> no, 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 none of that, no. Um, but yeah, no, I did see that actually. I've, 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 seen, I've heard a few stories that he did that with players, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's not something that um, that he did. He did for me to sign. Um, you know, <clears throat> to be honest, I don't think it'd have made a difference if he did. It was, uh, you know, to go to a club like that. Mm. Um, you know, you, 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 you can't turn it down. So, um, so yeah, no, there was none of that. But um, yeah, it was <laughs> it was something. You know, from from that age, ten, eleven till till I moved at fifteen. You know, up and down the motorway twice twice in the week, and and then a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, you know, with your parents and, and stuff like that. So it was a big commitment from. You know, uh, people just see the player, but you know, it's people behind the player that that help the boys 
achieve their dreams really um you know without without that 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 travel and parents being able to juggle things around and, mm-hmm. and take me to training then it would have been a lot more difficult obviously you played alongside players such as paul pogba jesse lingard you know in that in that infamous you know man united 2011 fa cup youth t- youth team uh, what was it like to play alongside, you know, players like Paul Pogba? And was it very obvious that they were going to become, you know, the star that they are now? Um, no, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't think they're going to, you know, they're obviously very, very good players. And, you know, in football, people's paths go different ways. And, you know, there's also some very good players that I played with that, you know, probably aren't in the game anymore. So, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, look to to play against, to play with these players, you know, um, to train every day with them, and 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 obviously we played on a Saturday and we, we won the youth cup together. Mm-hmm. Um, is is amazing, and I know I had a really good age group growing up at Man United, and um, you know I think you when you're in it you kind of not take it for granted, but it's just it's just a normal thing to be training alongside good players every day. Mm-hmm. Now the, the the main part of the podcast, Sam. Um, how did it actually feel signing for your hometown club? Yeah, great. Um, I think, to be honest, I think I was at Doncaster on loan at the time, mm. and and um, I had a call saying in the January, Preston, you know, wanting to go on loan there. Um, so, you know, it was. It was something like I said before, something that you know I didn't hesitate on doing, and um, you know I rang Paul Dick off myself, who was my manager at Doncaster, and told him the situation, and you know, and he he was obviously gutted of of, of, me lo- of losing me, but you know it's something that I, I really wanted to do, and um, you know, all your you've got people you probably went to school with, Preston fans, your dad's friends, Preston fans, you know. Um, you know, so there was probably more pressure playing there than than um, at that time than than it, obviously there would have been at Doncaster and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, but it was great. Look for ho- home games; it's around the corner for my family. Yeah. Um, you know, and and we obviously won promotion um, that season. Um, so yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. You you, you mentioned your family there. Um, Obviously, you said it was a dream of your own to come back, and you know it was a no-brainer for yourself. But did your dad have any, have any influence? I know he played for P and E in the nineties. Was it a bit of a you know pushing the back from your dad? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think he needed to. I don't think he needed to. Um, but I think I'm sure he was happy about the decision. Um, and you know, like I said, it was. It was probably nice for him that he doesn't have to travel far to watch me on a Saturday. <laughs> um, but no, look, um, you know, I always speak to my dad about decisions and stuff, but he's never pushy with no, what decision I make. It's it's always kind of down to me, and um, you know, and he and he helps. But I think that 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 was something that you know, obviously was discussed, but not a discussion of shall I shan't I was kind of like oh yeah we're going to do it like this is what we're going to do we're going to have to be recalled from Doncaster and go there and I'm doing next week for example and, and stuff like that and um, 
so yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was yeah, it was never nothing, nothing too, too in depth with um, with that decision. Wonderful. I mean, you joined in the January, obviously, as you mentioned from Doncaster, and coming into uh, a goalkeeping union of you know Fordston, Stuckman, of uh, many names, and uh, Jamie Jones, I believe it was. Um, how did it feel to join, obviously, the the, the goalkeeper union at Preston? And then from that, how how did that help you push towards promotion? Um, I think it's um, it's a it's a difficult one really because you know how closely goalies work together, um, and but then you're also coming in to take someone's place, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it's kind of. Everyone gets on, everyone supports each other, but I'm sure whoever was playing just before me wasn't happy that I was coming <laughs> in. So um, so it is a tough one. And, and to be honest, I always bear that in mind. And, you know, it's not my character anyway, but no. I'll always go into places and, you know, have respect for everyone and, and you know, kind of keep myself to myself a little bit. And, and just and just gradually um, work my way in. Um, but yeah, it's 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 the goalie unions are always good, even though you know there's always a goalie that's not happy with with not playing. So, um, but look, the goalie coach Alan Kelly was very good, um, and to be honest, Thorsten Stuckman he looked after me. Um, I think Jamie Jones actually ended up going on loan. Um, did, yeah. And then we had the young lads, Matt Hudson. Um, so yeah, we trained, we trained together, like I said, every day. And I think, you know, like I said, it, when I come in, it's new, and 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 obviously Stuckman wasn't happy, and then <laughs> eventually it becomes the norm. So I'm sure he was happy when we got promoted at Wembley. Yeah, and. Obviously, first coming into Peony and then coming into training, um, you've you've obviously played at Doncaster and then you've seen the likes at United. Um, how, how was the contrast between you know obviously training at United and then coming to level up and seeing players like Paul Gallagher play? You know. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, Sam. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, look, the training. Um, you've got some, like you said, Paul Gallagher's a very good player, so you've got very good players there, and um, it's just a case of, you know, getting your, your training done, but the main thing is the matches, um, you know, and going from Man United on loan to wherever it, it was where I went, it was always, you know, whatever league, League One or Championship, um you know, it's it's men's football. You know, so sometimes if the quality wasn't um, as good as Man United's, but it was better in a lot of other a lot of other ways. With it being um, with it being obviously men, and and you're working towards a win on a Saturday. You're not. Um, you know, it's it's towards something. It's not it's not just for the sake of it. And you know, and you've got fans and stuff. And we obviously at that time we had we was at the top of the table, so you you've got that pressure as well. And um, so yeah, look, just the training's training, and 
the, the difference in quality yeah, is obviously slightly, but you've still got very good players. Mm. We had Beckford, obviously, up front. Um, Joey Gamble. Striker, yeah, Gallagher, Joe Garner. So, so yeah, for that, for League One, that was an unbelievable team, and we probably should have gone up automatically. And obviously, on the last day of the season, didn't quite do it. But, um, but then we had three, three good games in the playoffs. Yeah, talking of the playoffs, you obviously you kept three clean sheets yourself, which would have been very nice as a goalkeeper. Of it, uh, but yeah. can you just talk us through your memories of the playoff final win against Swindon? Because obviously, it was a monumental day for every Preston North End fan and players. Um, yeah, exactly. A, a, a very memorable day and um, exciting to play at Wembley, um, to have all your family there. To be honest, I was I was nervous because Swindon were obviously a very good footballing team in the league at that time, and I thought, oh, geez, at Wembley on a nice pitch, they could they could pass us off the park. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to be honest, Wembley was dry, dry as anything, and, um, and we scored early on, so it was um, it couldn't have got any better. Um, but even with the score being three nil at half time, and then obviously four nil in the second half, and um, I, I, I probably couldn't quite relax until probably the eighty fifth minute. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it was like I said, it was a great day and a great day for uh, doing it with my hometown club. I mean, now we see all the players at the end of the season going off to celebrate Dwight Beefa and stuff. Was there any, you know, big celebrations for the promotion party, Sam? No, there wasn't. No, no. We we literally got a coach back from Wembley, back to Preston, and the lads went out, and then that was it. Um, I think it's difficult because... Um, you know, if you organise something and then you lose that final, that's true. It's true, not true. gonna sit the same way, is it? Um, and then obviously with the, you know, them three more games, there's an extra two weeks on top of the last game of the season. So lads probably book stuff and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. So no, there's no. There wasn't at that time uh, any crazy parties. We literally just got the. the we obviously celebrated on the co- on the pitch on the coach, and then went back to went back to Preston, and the lads went out. But um, but yeah, no, we didn't we didn't really go out um, go away as a team or, or do anything like that. Yeah, and uh, obviously the following season in the championship, you came on an emergency loan from for was it a month I think, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it what was it what was that like to get that call to come back just even even though it was just for a month and was there ever any opportunity to come back for the rest of the season um yeah great obviously yeah it's um you know i wanted to i actually wanted to stay for the next season obviously it was in the championship would have been a progression for myself <laughs> but um van gaal came into united and said i couldn't go on loan um, um, yeah I couldn't go back on loan uh, which obviously was frustrating for me and then in the January I had obviously kept saying I need to go on loan I need to go and play games and then he obviously allowed me out for that month of January um, 
which was great, which was good to come back, but was also tough because I kind of knew um, it was only for a month, but I was hoping that once I was out on loan that it would have got extended, but it obviously didn't. And, and yeah, it was it was obviously good to be back to play some games for Preston in the in the championship, but um, but frustrating that it was only for a month. Well, was there any attempts from the club to try and extend it? From Preston? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember who came in after me. Oh, fair enough. Uh, at that time, but... Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean... I think, they, I think they, would have, they would have tried to extend it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously... Um, Throughout the low knees and obviously going out on loan every time from Manchester United and then settling at um, West Brom and now obviously at Crystal Palace, you know. How do you feel like these loans have set you up? Um, obviously going here, there, um, to Doncaster, to Preston, to other clubs. How do you feel like these loans helped you develop as a player to be able to become more comfortable and, you know, obviously now going to Premier League, Crystal Palace and over the past seven seven games, currently you've cemented your number one place. So how how was it? You know, in the lower leagues, how's that managed to help you maintain your excellence? I would say in the Premier League now. And not only that, becoming an England international. Yeah, well, it's an incredible feat, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the loans are great. My first loan, I was eighteen. Um, I went to, to, to Scunthorpe in League One. That was a massive eye-opener. And then you just gradually, you know, it's like I said before, it's you, you're with men that need to win on a Saturday to stay in leagues, to progress in the league, to win leagues. Um, you've got fans that want the team to win, follow the team home and away. Um, you're also going into a new environment, um, having to... Having to grow up, mix with new people, um, new members of staff, new goalie coaches, new managers. Um, you know, it's um, it is a it is a big thing, and and I think it's something that again each loan helps me um, helps me every single time. We'd learn something, and and and, you, and then you knew what to expect on the next loan, and then um, you'd learn something else, and you knew what to expect, and then. When I went to Villa, which was obviously my biggest loan um, with with a club like Villa, um, you know I felt you could settle straight in, and you'd done you'd done your stints, and you played at the top of League One, and you played in the Championship and stuff like that. And then you could handle going to a club like that with the fan base and the expectations of you know being at the top of the Championship. Then um, and then. And then obviously my permanent move went to to West Brom. You're expected to be at the top of the championship and getting promoted um, and, and winning every week. And yeah, you can't. You know, we didn't win every week, so you have to deal with that. And um, I think that all them loans just set me up for all the experiences that that kind of came later on. Um, and again, then to to move into Palace, um, you know, a new um, a new area, um, you know, a great goalkeeper, Guaita, that I've had to come in and compete with, um, you know, so it, it, it all does just 
kind of each loan gave me new experiences that you took into the next one and and you know if any any kind of similar situation pops up you 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 can you know go back on oh, well I dealt with that a few years ago or years ago or whatever or um, you know so it's just something that is is great for it was great for me the loan system um, especially being at a club like Man United where you know it's very difficult to to get into the first team and play for the first team so um, you know that loan system was great for me and helped me obviously progress through the leagues and through the teams and just the final question now, Sam. Um, thank you so much for obviously your time today. Um, in regards to you know you obviously happily being in the Premier League with Crystal Palace, how would it potentially feel to see either yourself playing up against Preston North End in the Premier League someday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? That would be good. It's a bit optimistic, uh, to be though. Honest, every time I went back to. To Deepdale with with another club, uh, you know, it, I I loved it. I enjoyed going back there, you know, with with Villa, with West Brom. Um, you know, it was something that was really good to, to, to go back and see people and, and play at Deepdale again. Um, you know, so if if that's to be in the Premier League, that would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Yeah, we may not be there anytime soon, but we'll be there hopefully in the near future. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. <laughs> well, that's great, Sam. Thank you so much. Trying to think. So, welcome back to, you know, the outro now of the podcast. Uh, it was great to have Sam on. Obviously, he's a very, very, you know, you know, how do we describe it? A very special player in terms of Preston North End, isn't he, Oliver? Because part of that promotion-winning team, the first ever playoff win in North End's history as well. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he's he's coming as number one. Um, well, I mean, obviously he's mentioned that uh, Stockman wasn't very happy when he first came in. Um, but I mean, who would be if you're a goalkeeper and uh, someone's coming to take your place? But yeah, I, I try to sneak in um, a little advantage on uh, you know Paul Gallagher being better than United players. I'm not sure that went down too well, but you know, <laughs> crack, absolutely cracking lad, and um, I'm very thankful for him coming on, he's a great lad, and obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's from the area, so I'm sure he'll get the sarcastic you banter. You can, you can tell from his voice as well, I think you can tell from his accent that he's from up here, proper proper Prestonian voice he's got on him, but yeah, no, uh, he's got got some great experience now, obviously he's gone on to play for England, and I'll I'm just thinking about that team, that promotion-winning team, that goalkeeper union of him, Forsen Stuckman, who, by the way, Forsen Stuckman, going to the training ground as a little boy every day and seeing him, he was one of the nicest people you could ever have met. Unbelievable. One of my, one of the, one of the best people at that club, I swear to God. But no, yeah, Sam Johnston was just, I remember getting a photo with him outside the training ground as a young kid and just him being in his little, I think in his Land Rover, just sort of looking at the camera, <laughs> just like, all right, who's this kid then? Yeah. Well, you look at that team, and you know you've got Johnston in that. You've got Woods right back, Clark, Bailey Wright, uh, Laird, Gallagher, Welsh, you know Garner, Beckford, Humphrey, some team that, and it Brown, DJ, you know just coming through. You got Robinson also coming off the bench. You got Jordan Hugill. Yeah. Oh, what nice memories that were. It was a great, great team, and. Um, 
but just hopefully more memories like that come come across sometime soon you know um obviously you know it's really good to have guests like that on who can share those stories and share their memories with us because we i mean you were probably at wembley i wasn't i I unfortunately couldn't go to wembley that day because i'm not even going to go into the reasons but you know just good to you know reminisce on those days with former players who have been there and done it and have fans who are also there or here in Preston like myself celebrating it you know just an incredible incredible uh, chat with Sam Johnston who has gone on to achieve so much in his career yeah absolutely so, and obviously the main part of it being these uh, Preston North End loaners I'm sure we uh, mentioned only a couple of times especially to the to the delight of our viewers and you know especially by the end of it where, where I asked how would it feel to you know step on deep bell turf once more with Preston North End in the Premier League you know he, he, he like us you know I'm not sure if he tried to play it off but I'm not sure if he could see Peony in the in, I mean what is he 30 now so do you reckon we'll see Preston North End in the Premier League while Sam Johnston's still up there Maybe. Maybe he might be playing for Preston. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you never know. In the twilight of his career, we might need that goalkeeper, that experienced goalkeeper who knows how to get promoted. And maybe we can bring him back once Bradley Woodman probably goes to like Rangers for like 17 mil. I say 17 mil. 17 five, mil? No, nah, 5 million. 5 million. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? But, you know, in his twilight of his career, you never know. You never know. You, never say you, never. You, you do. You never say never. And, you know, obviously with P&E and the Premier League, you do never say never. But it's looking more... Never than say, if that's anything to go off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is great to have players on, obviously reminiscing and you know, here at the uh, Butterpie Podqua- Podcast headquarters, we're uh, we're trying very hard to get um, some more guests on. You know, obviously sharing their experiences like Sam has. So we are very appreciative to Sam himself and to Crystal yeah. Palace for making this, um, well, being able to do this interview with yeah. Sam. Not only that, it's the first podcast we're in the same room together. It is, it is. We're the first podcast um, with a microphone in the room. I'm not sure if it's if it's going to be any better, and you know if it does go down well, potentially we could see to uh, do it more. And uh, obviously, it was a last minute change. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where where unfortunately our Sam uh, wasn't able to uh, get to speak to Sam. You know, it is still great to be able to speak to a PNA player, and you know. Yeah, well, ex PE player. So, sorry for any rumours circulating. I'm not sure he'll come down to it, seeing as he's uh, he's now cemented his spot at Crystal Palace. But you know, uh, great lad, and yeah, I mean, it's nice to be positive on the podcast for once. So yeah, it's great. It, yeah. it feels a bit weird. I'm not sure how I'm how I'm it's getting on with it. Yeah, as opposed to all negative. So yeah, it's nice to nice to be able to reminisce and have some good memories. <clears throat> But yeah, no, thank you to Sam Johnston for coming on and obviously the Crystal Palace media team to, you know, co- cooperating with us. Obviously, you know, there was that. Yeah, they've gone above and beyond um, what they needed to do, so we're very thankful. And uh, yeah, thank you once again, listeners, for listening to the Butter Pie Podcast. I have been Oliver and uh, Jack has also been joining me and we will see you next time for, I think it will be a... A summer special, I believe. Summer, a summer special, special yeah, nice one. Yeah. Are we talking this discuss obviously the retain list which still hasn't come out as of recording. Um we'll talk about that, we'll talk about, you know, potential incomings mm. and not, and hopefully we'll get a new guest to come through soon. Yeah, and obviously if you're looking for a football trivia game, uh look no further than Pundit Games, where you can use the code B O Parrot Parrot Ten. B P P ten. 
for 10% off at checkout. And not only are you helping them out, you're also helping us out. So, yeah, punditgames.co.uk, BPP10 for 10% off your order. Thank you so much. Feels weird you doing the outro. Thank you, guys. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next time for another episode of the Butt Pie Podcast. Cheers, guys. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.